1: Welcome to For the Love of Reiki with Paula Vale. Reiki has been proven to bring you balance and peace, as well as improve your health. It's a healing method that works with other alternative methods, as well as conventional medical practices to encourage and enhance personal healing on a number of levels. Now, to tell you more about Reiki and better health, here is Paula Vale.
2: Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of For the Love of Reiki, Paula V here. Thank you for joining us today. I am so excited to share with you just a fascinating, amazing woman. She does so much for so many. Carolyn Eberly is with us today. She is the founder of Mind Energy Body School of transformation. We're going to be talking mind, energy, body today. Just some fascinating discussion coming up. Carolyn is a pioneer and innovator, former DC policy advocate for the underprivileged. Carolyn has been researching and exploring the world of healing for over 30 years. She lived and worked in Boulder, Cambodia, Nepal, Bangladesh, and parts of Africa. Yet the role best suited for Carolyn is that of a spiritual teacher and leader of the deep, profound, and magical ways of helping others create true meaning and value in their life. I am so thrilled to have her today. You, To my listeners out there, you may have already caught a bit about Carolyn on my BBS show Why am I so happy? And I'm just so thrilled to have her on my For the Love of Reiki show. You are an inspiration, Carolyn. So I would first like to say thank you. I am so grateful to you for joining us today. I'm happy to be here, Paula. Thank you so much. Please share with the listeners a a bit of your history and what brought you on the path that you are on.
3: For sure. Um, So... My first Reiki class was actually in Nepal, Kathmandu, Nepal. Um, It began my journey. Um, The amazing and transformative experiences I had with my first Reiki training. Um, I've since then I've studied not only more Reiki, I'm Reiki two, and I've studied healing touch. I um, was a teacher trainee at the Barbara Brennan School of Healing, um, the author of Hands of Light. I, <laughs> I then got my master's in psychology, psychotherapy, and kind of combined the world of energy healers, meditation practitioners, and um, psychotherapists, body center trauma therapists. I just found that energy is the, the glue, that connects the mind with the body. So I I had to bring it all together into one, I call it mind-energy-body transformation, one system of spiritual awakening, healing, and change.
2: Oh, I love it. Oh, my gosh, what a resume, Carolyn. What, what you must have experienced in your training. That is so beautiful. I love it. I love it. So share with those that are unfamiliar with Reiki and energy healing. Uh, look, give a a little bit of information on that, if you would.
3: Yeah, I mean this this is my passion. This is my life. All day long, I I use energy. I sense the energy within and around me to help um, awaken more of my wholeness, more of my wisdom, more of my skill set to manifest what I want in my life. So energy and uh, The quickest and easiest way I like to explain subtle energy is um, in quantum, in Newtonian reality, um, in Newtonian physics, everything is really solid. Like you can't put your hand through a doorway in Newtonian physics because everything is solid and unchangeable. But when you awaken to the more recent physics of quantum reality, quantum physics, everything is just simply particles of energy that resonate at higher frequencies of wisdom or lower frequency of pain and personal challenge. So what I teach and what the fundamentals of subtle energy is, it's, it's the building block for everything that is working or not working in your life. So there's a way you can connect to the lower vibrational energetic particles that are holding you back in your life. They may be making you physically ill. They may be making you sad, depressed, stressed. They may make you think that you're not enough. Um, Those particles are energy. I like to consider the metaphorical dirt that you can learn how to connect to to grow the seed and the flower of your true self of the life you really want to create, the relationships, the love that you want in your life. So if you look at the world as solid from the Newtonian physics perspective, you know, life is limited. But when you awaken to the subtle energy within and around you, anything is possible and everything is probable as
2: you learn how. Does that make sense? Yes, yes, that is beautiful. That That is just... A beautiful statement because yes, that's so true and and really isn't it fascinating and amazing how you know the energy and the vibration we're in how it affects us in so many areas. And I would like to touch on with that. Let's talk about relationships a little bit. Please right. give us yes five tips. You have five tips on how to guarantee. That they will fail or succeed. I, I would love you to share that information with us, Carolyn.
3: Totally. It's, you know, we are fundamentally, as humans, we're pack animals, right? We want to be in community. Unfortunately, you know, at that conception, um, before birth, we start getting disconnected from our spiritual wholeness, from the energy of that wisdom and safety in community based on, you know, what may have happened in utero or after birth or in your childhood. So as we grow up to want to have adult, healthy, long-term partnerships and marriage even, um, that negative wiring where it's safe to be in a pack, where it's safe to connect to somebody gets out of balance, and we instead um, can attract what the distortion that we had as a child. So if our distortion was our father wasn't safe, we may um, attract somebody just like our father or our our mom and repeat that negative pattern. So one of the tricks to having long-term healthy relationships, I've been married 33 or 34 years. (laughs) I've been married so long I don't remember. Um, I got married in 1984. Um, And the success that I have in my marriage is that I've been able to really look at the negative patterns that were kind of programmed into me through pre-birth and childhood, our unhealthy ways of attracting relationship and I was able to shift them. So step one would be what might be your unhealthy patterns in relationship? Do you always pick the bad boy? Do you always pick somebody who's too safe but not interesting enough for you? Um, Do you pick somebody that has addiction issues? Kind of understand your unhealthy patterns would be the first step. And then the second step would be, you know what how do you create security and safety in yourself? Most people in relationship, they have a fear of they're called attachment patterns. They have a fear of either being left behind and being abandoned, or a fear of healthy, true, intimate connection i remember when i was dating and if a cute boy that i thought would be nice looked at me my whole body would shake and i'd turn around and run away (laughs)
1: yes
3: (laughs) there's ways that we can look at our own issues not only what past issues we have to be aware of but what are our own negative habituated patterns and what is the energy that keeps feeding those patterns And when I say the energy that keeps feeding those patterns, is there a part of your sense of self that thinks you're not enough? Is there a part of your sense of self that doesn't know if you can have your own back? So really looking at those, clinically speaking, they're called um, negative attachment patterns. Understanding what might be your internal saboteur based on those negative attachment patterns. Yes. Um And there's three. It's pretty easy. There's three negative attachment patterns. There's attachment avoidance, um, insecure attachment, and disorganized attachment. So we either don't want to end a relationship when we want to or we can't commit or we do a combination of the two. Yes, yes. So that would be another, understanding what your own internal personal work is. And then the third um, thing is to create a secure attachment within yourself. And in terms of the energetics of what secure attachment is, it's when you feel at home within yourself and you're okay if you're by yourself and you're not going to abandon yourself and you feel safe to commit and be in relationship to others. So that can take some time and some support. Um, the thing I like about Reiki is it really helps balance ourselves and it helps bring our energy back into our body and it helps us remember who we really are. And so, you know, having Reiki sessions and getting the type of support that can help you feel like at home within yourself connected to your higher self, your true self, and that that negative programming is is really essential. Yes. And then the fourth issue is can you trust? Can you trust and develop a trusting relationship with somebody else? Um, Whereas, given we're humans, we're always going to have imperfection in relationship. But can you create I call them attachment. When we can't trust our partner or trust that relationship, it's called an attachment break. It's kind of like a break in the train track. And we all know if a train is going down the track and there's a break in the train track, it goes off the track. Well, our relationships are the same. If we can have a really... Um, clear, trusting relationship where you learn how to do what I call attachment repairs, where you can build the trust. Because I don't know about you, but after 30-some years of marriage, I certainly have made some mistakes, and so has my husband. But what has helped us put, literally, metaphorically, put our train back on the track is our ability to learn how to when there is a break in that metaphorical train track, how to mend and repair it. Love it. You know, because anger really can can be the end of a relationship. And I find that if you can learn how to repair so you don't hold anger over periods of years, you know, I do a lot of couples counseling, and some of my couples wait until they've been together a decade before they come in to do those attachment repairs to rebuild the train track so the train can run efficiently fast down that track. So, um, yeah, learning how to do those attachment repairs, those, you know, energetic connections that are safe and secure is, is the fourth tip. And then the last tip is can you admit you're wrong? I, I find after, I don't know, maybe 10, 20 years of doing couples work, the reason why um, people don't stay together is because they have to defend that their way is the only way. But finding that middle ground and admitting that you can be wrong is um, very powerful. It means you have that secure connection to your true self. I, um, yes
2: i uh i love my that.
3: my son and i i he's 25 and i called him and and i'm like honey you know there's a disconnect in our relationship you know i've been trying to have us discuss it for a couple months now and you always say you're busy you don't have time to discuss it and he goes well of course mom that would be a painful discussion. Everybody wants to avoid that.
2: (laughs) Yeah, that's true. That's true. We don't want to admit
3: we're wrong. (laughs) Yet admitting we're wrong is really what creates Mm -hmm. long-term internal security. means you're connected to your bigger self and and you can send love to your human. So, yeah, that's the
2: fifth and final tip. Beautiful, Carolyn. Because really, if if we can admit we're we're human we're not perfect uh, but continue to love ourselves and admit our mistakes and then learn from them and move on what a great and powerful tool that would be wouldn't it
3: i honestly i was teaching i teach a certification program a coaching certification program in this work and and i said to the group i said that is the one thing that could make world peace oh, it's just that can yes. you with love and kindness to yourself admit when you're wrong yes. and use that imperfection as a vehicle to reclaim more wholeness
2: oh the world, world would be different right oh it would it would oh that's beautiful, Carolyn. I am, I'm just so thrilled to have you on the show. We, we do have to pop out for a commercial, though. I'm really excited to get back into chatting. Everyone, I will be right back with Carolyn in just a few moments. Thank you, Carolyn.
0: Looking for exciting video content live and on demand? Visit www.voiceamerica.tv for exclusive content you just can't find anywhere else. That's voiceamerica.tv. Tune in now.
1: Are you ready to experience the wonderful healing benefits of Reiki. Paula Vale, host of For the Love of Reiki, one of the top shows on Voice America's health and wellness channel, has put together the Love of Reiki Practitioner Directory. It is a growing list of practitioners and teachers of Reiki and other healing modalities. Go to lovereikiradio.com to search for a practitioner or teacher in your area, as well as products and materials from around the world. Again, that's lovereikiradio.com. Get the news on our shows and other happenings by following us on Twitter. Find us at VoiceAmericaTRN or Twitter.com forward slash VoiceAmericaTRN. You're listening to For the Love of Reiki with Paula Vale. We would love to hear about your Reiki stories as well as your questions about Reiki. Paula will answer questions and share stories on the show. Please send an email to Paula at wellnessinspired.com. Again, that's Paula at Wellness Now, back to For the Love of Reiki.
2: Hello everyone. Welcome back. Paula V here. Today, if you're just joining us, I am with Carolyn Eberly. We are discussing mind, energy, body transformation. She is an amazing woman what she does for others, her training, her coaching. I'm just so thrilled with everything that, that you are sharing with us, Carolyn. When, when we left off, we were discussing relationships. I would really love to talk about something that, that affects everyone, is stress. So right. with stress management, can you give us the five major causes and solutions from an integrated mind, body, energy, and spirit orientation that that you work with with others.
3: Definitely, um, I just want to also let people know I've got plenty of free gifts and resources at my website mindenergybody.org, um, where you can get additional support. Um, I think the main. Thing to deal with around stress is understanding how the brain and body system works. Um, we are fundamentally animals, right? So from our caveman days, we were designed in our brain and midbrain and primal brain. There's three parts of the brain. Um, Rick Hansen calls it the monkey brain as the higher brain which is the thinking or executive functions of the brain. Um, he calls the mouse the limbic brain, which is the midbrain, the the um, emotional brain. And then he calls the reptile brain the more primal brain. And just imagine... A stressful situation happening, and in the small space of your head, a monkey, a mouse, and a reptile trying to solve the problem. (laughs) (laughs) I can kind of imagine why we humans have problems with stress, you know? Yes. Um, Yes. Our our caveman brain just wants to take over and shut down our executive functions. And just react. And that makes our nervous system either shut down and go dormant. When And if it shuts down and goes dormant, um, it kind of shuts down your whole physiology. And it can cause IBS, um, stomach problems, bowel problems. Um, it can cause inflammation. Inflammation in your body, it can cause all sorts of chronic illnesses. Um, but if it goes hyper arousal, meaning it runs too quick when it feels stress, it can wear out the adrenals. It can also cause physical problems. So living from that caveman brain means that those of us in modern society that don't have a lion ready to attack us, have to learn how to understand how to, it's called re-regulate your mind, energy, and body system. You have to learn how to either, if you go hyper arousal and you go too fast, you have to down-regulate. If you go hypo and shut down, you have to up-regulate in order to meet the needs of the stress. So fundamentally, um, since we don't have a lot of lions that are causing us stress, the usual and the deepest cause of stress is your ego, your negative sense of self, your false self. So step one would be to understand really the physiology of stress and how your body is going to over- or under-react. And two is to realize that Your negative sense of self and your negative talk and those looping thoughts are really the monkey, really the lion in the room that is attacking you. So learning how to make peace with imperfection, learning how to make peace with um, failure, learning how to um, have the benchmark or the goal for success being Um, not money, not relationship, but being something more spiritual, more deeper. Have it be your um, connection to your bigger self, your higher self. Then you can say, wow, instead of me needing to get that perfect job or that perfect relationship or more money, let it be just kind of breathing and embodying my higher self, and that will help balance your brain and nervous system. So, easier said than done,
2: huh? Yes, yes. Oh, I love it. I love it. Fascinating. And, and I, I would love to touch on also trauma, negative beliefs, false self, painful emotions. How can these feelings and, you know, emotions really become a pathway to wisdom and wholeness and even manifestation?
3: That's so perfect because that helps complete the other other three because if, if you really aren't fighting a lion and the stress is really your ego and those negative feelings and negative thoughts, um, if you can transform them, if you can use them, I call it an energetic portal, the energetic vehicle to reclaim more wholeness, then stress doesn't have to bring you down. You can actually... Learn how to feel that negative sense of self. feel an emotion from that high frequency of wholeness and what happens if you feel it through the what I call the transformer of the physical body, you can say, "Oh, I can feel my stress and and my." my stomach or in my heart or in my pelvis. And if you can put your hand on that part of your body and just really ask spirit, source, to come into that area. I call it the enlightened observer, that high frequency in this quantum reality of love, comfort, and wisdom, that the nervous system can relax. The true sense of self can be reclaimed. So, yes, those negative beliefs are just energy. So step three is can you see them as simply an energetic construct and not something that determines your inner value? And then step four would be the actual transformation process of letting the frequency of source into the body to meet it and transform it and come back to your wiser self, which is step five. Yes. Yeah, so it's easier said than done, you know, getting yes. some coaching and some support around how you feel those negatively, beliefs, those stresses in your life. It's just energetic constructs and not who you are is really the pathway, the
2: map. I call it the map to wholeness and freedom. Yes, yes. So would you say, let's say, I have a lot of fear, a lot of doubt. I can turn that around to where I have trust and faith and I'm open to the manifestation.
3: Right. I would say you can even transform it to what I say is power. Because the fear is coming from a place of maybe I will fail instead of how do I succeed? What skills, what resources do I need to connect to within me to succeed or move forward? And again, I want to just shift the term from succeed being a particular external goal to success being, wow, I am so embodied in my wholeness. If this avenue if this road is the wrong road, I know I can find the right road without it having to be linked to a particular job success or
2: relationship success. Does that make sense? Yes, yes. And I love the analogy to to shift and find the right road. You know, get get on the the right path. I love that because really that's what it is. We go Down this road or we go down that road, correct? And each road is good. It's just that if the
3: road leads you to, you have to be open to it leading you to a different road. Or what I say is manifestation, sometimes it's you're asking to manifest the wrong thing and sometimes you just need to be patient. So finding if you're on the right road can answer that question.
2: You're so smart, Paula. Yes. Oh, thank you, thank you. I I just I get very excited with the what you know what we can do with our energy and our thoughts and the direction we go. And I'm a big believer that you know if we get on that path, if we can open and trust, things can manifest that we don't even dream possible. So I'm like I'm not going to limit to to my goals. I'm going to have goals, but I right. I'm, I'm going to open the door for what I may not even have imagined. So I I think that's pretty fun.
3: Yeah. It's so if I'm hearing you right, you get that
2: we kind of have to get out of our own way. Yes. Perfect. Yes. Well said. That's that's it. Mhm. And my goodness, what what source in our higher self can have in mind for us that we hadn't even dreamed possible?
3: Yeah, when I was looking for a place to teach my certification training in, I had these ideas of how I could create a space that um, would be right. And then I kind of let it go, and I looked up, and there was a house that had a foreclosure sign on it. And I walked around the house, and it was better than what I dreamed. I put a contract on it, and I got, uh, I swear to God, I got a million-dollar house for half
2: price. Oh, my goodness. Yes. Thank you, Source. And isn't it fun, maybe we could touch on this a moment, how, you know, when your energy is, is going a different direction, and we're open, and, and you know, we raise our vibration The things that can come in, you meet a certain person or let's say like your house or a job opportunity, it can align us to so many things that that come into our lives. It really is fascinating.
3: Yeah, synchronicity. I call it spiritual law number one of the five spiritual laws they teach, which is your sense of self creates the reality. If it's resonating at your wounded It's going to create a less supportive reality than, as you said, you raise your vibration. Mm
2: -hmm. Oh, I just love that. I just love that. Well, we just have a couple more minutes until the next commercial. Carolyn, would you like to share, uh, once again, a a little bit more with the audience? Uh, I understand you also have some books, what you do and maybe give them your contact information, website, so that so that everyone, as well as going into the the episode description, you can reach Carolyn's information. But please share that with the listeners right now.
3: Sure. Um, you can reach me. My phone number or text is 720-530-7621. My email is Carolyn at mind energybody.org and my website with tons of free gifts and resources. If you click on the energy healing picture, you can get a free um, chakra healing video and ebook book at MindEnergyBody.org. I just look forward to supporting you in your next level of embodying your gifts and talents.
2: I love that. I love that. Now, Carolyn, I know you do personalized private sessions. Do clients have to be there physically, or do you do Skype and that? Yeah, type I do of
3: Skype, FaceTime, phone sessions for sure. I also have free self mastery classes online for energy healing and spiritual awakening. So, yeah, there's a lot of different ways. Um, that you can meet me, you can come to that Million Dollar Healing Center and fly in for the weekend for some of my weekend um, trainings. I have space here to put you up, or there's hotels nearby.
2: Mm -hmm. Oh, it sounds so wonderful. Oh, you do so much for others, and you affect so many lives, Carolyn. I want to say a big thank you right now for that. I really do. Yeah, I'll say ditto right back at you, right? (laughs) Oh, thank you so much. Oh, Yes, we're just one big team. And with that, everyone, we are going to pop out for another commercial. And I'll be right back with Carolyn to have her share some more fascinating, loving information with all of us. Thank you, Carolyn. Thank you, everyone.
0: Looking for exciting video content, live and on demand? Visit www.voiceamerica.tv for exclusive content you just can't find anywhere else. That's voiceamerica.tv.
4: Tune in now. Hi, I'm Kristen Eichel. Join Paula Vale, host of For the Love of Reiki and I, along with millions of other Reiki and energy healers worldwide, as we create the World Reiki Circle for Wildlife. Get the news on
1: our shows and other happenings by following us on Twitter. Find us at VoiceAmericaTRN or Twitter.com forward slash VoiceAmericaTRN. You're listening to For the Love of Reiki with Paula Vale. We would love to hear about your Reiki stories as well as your questions about Reiki. Paula will answer questions and share stories on the show. Please send an email to Paula at wellnessinspired.com. Again, that's Paula at Wellnessinspired.com. Now, back to For the Love of Reiki.
2: Hello everyone. Welcome back. Paula V here. I am having just some great conversation with Carolyn Eberly. I know all of you out there. Are enjoying her as much as I am. I just feel so blessed. What, what an inspiration she is. We have been discussing a lot of the work that she does in her mind energy body transformation. And I would love to jump into the topic now, Carolyn, about major emotional and spiritual solutions. What that we can use in healing cancer or chronic illness, things along that line, challenges that, that many have in their lives. Please, please share your thoughts on that, if you would.
3: Yeah, I'd love to. I actually just taught the chronic illness weekend on my certification training. And there are certain belief systems that can promote um, chronic illness, including cancer. And one can be um, subtle or subconscious, and that's um, a part of you is waiting to be rescued or saved. It's um, the part of you that that has been working so hard and just wants a break and wants somebody to come in and say, oh, I'll take care of it. And yet that's... Um, that makes it tough to heal a chronic illness if you stay with that belief system instead of finding and surrendering to letting Source come in and save you and that connection to your bigger self. Um, another false belief that can promote chronic illness is some of the childhood patterns that maybe in order for you to live, to feel safe in your home, you had to please others and collapse. You couldn't be that big, bright you. You had to be subservient and little in your family. Yes. Um, two, two more is one, to live. Um, a part of you is waiting for somebody else to accept you. Just waiting. Please accept me. See me as whole. Um And then the last one is a part of you is waiting to be taken care of. Um, So those belief systems can actually create an unhealthy um, setup in your brain and body systems, your nervous system, your physiology, your immune system, to actually be a source of cultivating, or make it hard to heal chronic illness. I never believe that we're the cause of our cancer or chronic illness. Yet, what I tell people is, we are the solution to find. We didn't necessarily create it because we can't control everything that happened to us, especially in our childhood. You know, you're not going to blame a child for um, growing up in a family that was unhealthy. Yet, it's the solution, if you have a chronic illness or cancer, it is the solution that you can find, and it's an amazing spiritual journey to awakening, to heal from a chronic illness, because it means that you have to really believe you're whole, you have to really believe you are the light, the magnificence, and feel that as energy in your body. Um, So what I tell some of my clients I work a lot I would say about a fourth of my practice Is dealing with cancer and chronic illness And I've had incredible results Like even people healing um, From breast cancer without surgery or chemo And um, biopsies Having nothing to biopsy after a healing Yes. Um, And some other people have a longer journey But I find that when people embody the belief system that I will support myself, be strong, not collapse, and accept all parts of me. Oh, beautiful things happen in your mind, energy, and body systems. As you learn to really, really
2: vibrate at those frequencies. Yes, that is so... I, I talk to so many people. I have heard... So many amazing stories of where this comes into play. People that have been diagnosed with a terminal illness and they are now free of that illness. It's so inspiring.
3: Yeah, it, it's a heck of a journey, you know. Yes. I think it's the harder path for spiritual awakening, but yes. it's definitely a a rich path. And you know, what I tell people is, you know, surrendering to embody your wholeness, whether a degree of the illness continues or not, is is surrendering to the truth of reality. So whether a client transitions to the next dimension or whether they physically embody that higher frequency in this life—it's—it's um, it's a rich and profound journey. You know, a, a tough road, yes. though, right? Awakening yes. through chronic illness is—you know—brings up all the fear issues around survival, deeper than almost anything.
2: Yes. Yes. Absolutely. I, and I, I have to ask, I have to bring this up because, Carolyn, I am such an animal lover and I am so thrilled that you are as well. Something that I, that I read in your information that your cat and dog often help out in sessions and you also offer horse-initiated psychotherapy, HIP, where the healer horse helps clients, families, and couples learn how to love again, and stand in their power during adversity. Please share some of this work. Share some of these details with us. I am so excited to hear about this, Carolyn.
3: I've got a lot of good stories. Um, I I feel so honored to have these. um, I feel like I've been adopted by, by these animals, my cats and my dogs and my horse and um, I'm so honored that they have chosen to participate in sessions. Um, I have a cat Sydney who was a feral cat. Um, I was teaching a class and one of my students energy field there was a kitten in it and my daughter had said she wanted a kitten and I was kind of open to it and and I said to the student, I'm like, how, how come you know of a kitten that needs adopting? <laughs> and she looked at me and was like, uh, how do you know I know of a kitten that needs adopting? <laughs> and I'm like, well, the kitten just asked me to adopt it, so I need to know where to pick it up. And she was like, well, it's kind of a sad story. Um my good friend's son is a meth addict, and they have this kitten that's kind of become feral, and it needs a family. So, you know, of course, I next day I went, and my daughter and I adopted this little cute gray kitten. And um, this kitten has now grown up into a wonderful healing cat and cries at the door of my office every time a client needs to transform energy around <sighs> anger. We call her lovingly the anger cat. When uh-huh. I taught last weekend, there were two students in the group that are like, "I'm not angry, I'm not angry." <laughs> and Sydney brushed only against those two, and she's got the 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 um, reputation of being the anger cat. So they're like, "Damn, Sydney knows." <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, and then I adopted a rescue dog um, that was. Abandoned and abused when I lived in Africa and brought him home. His name is Shumba, which means lion. Uh-huh. And Shumba will um, come into sessions only when a client needs to know the good enough male love. So he, and, and he'll crawl into their lap and just kind of cuddle and send them love.
2: It's really cool. That is so cool. They, they are so fantastic how they, they are so far above us, in my opinion, the animals. Yeah, how they pick yeah. up on this energy and their knowing and their wiseness. And, oh, I love that. That is so fun. I, I have a lot of rescues. I have one from Mexico. They teach us so much, don't they?
3: Right, right. Wow, really cool. Yeah, and, you know, Sydney also will jump on the table, the anger cat will jump on the table when somebody is going to pass away from cancer, you know, and she helps them transition effortlessly and with love and guidance, and cats are known to be the doorway between the veil to help pass through the veil. So when I'm doing it, a transition. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Sydney helps so, out with that. She's nice. a she's a brave, wise little girl. That's, yeah. Well, and yeah. my horse, like I've I've had um, I had this guy who was having trouble in his marriage come to a session with me, and my daughter's horse, um, mm-hmm. Billy. Is his name a quarter horse? Um, He, I said. Well, this is Billy. You know, he's going to help you today. And he, this husband whose wife was mad at him, um, he opened his arms and goes, Billy. And Billy turned around and put his butt to him and walked away. And he's like. Oh, my God, it's just like my wife. I open <laughs> up to love, and, and she walks away, and he started crying. Because uh-huh. he kind of said it in a really fake, like, let me show you how wonderful I am and how I It wasn't authentic. And so when Billy walked away, it brought him authentically into his emotions. And he cried, and then when he looked up, all the horses in the field surrounded him with love and kindness. Because he came back to himself.
2: wow. I love it. <laughs> isn't that cool? They're yes, yes, they're they're so fun to work with. It's amazing what we can learn with the animals. I have a lot of clients that bring their pets. They'll they'll receive Reiki and then the pet receives Reiki and isn't it amazing how they are they're just so open to it and it's a lot of fun. Yeah. Oh, I mean
3: they it's just yes. natural, you know. Yes. The yes. animals just track the energy and respond authentically. And some of us humans um, have been programmed to not be natural and not really own the energy. So it's almost like there are guides to help us remember the truth and really be yes. present with the energy of truth and authenticity and
2: ego. Carolyn, we're down to just a couple moments before we have to say goodbye. What last words would you like to share with the listeners today? I,
3: I guess I would say um, be kind to your human. You know, understand that you're going to make mistakes and don't feel that they decide your value. If you want to stay healthy and in love and relationship, um Be like the animal. Don't take it personal. You can make a mistake and you're still whole.
2: Oh, I love that. I love that. So take that with us every day and and know that we're human. Know that we make mistakes and love ourselves. Yes. Yep. Carolyn?
3: And be kind to that human part. But don't self-identify as that human. Remember you're so much more than your programming and your biology. You're the
2: magnificent wholeness of your true self. Oh, thank you so much. Beautiful words today, Carolyn. I absolutely thank you so love much, it. so much, all of you, for having me. Oh, you're welcome. I look so forward to, to the listeners in looking into you and learning from you and just the inspiration that I, I know you just sent out to the universe today. I am so thrilled about it and everyone check out the show's library if you want to hear the show again you can go back in and listen to carolyn at any time i'm just so thankful and to the listeners out there around the world and in the u.s i want to say thank you again i'm so grateful for everyone so i'm just so honored i'm almost two years now doing the show and i'm really grateful and carolyn it's it's beautiful people like you that have made the show such a success
3: oh thank you i have deep gratitude for you letting me speak and spend this time with you and your listeners
2: oh thank you so much a a big love hugs and goodbye to you carolyn and love hugs and goodbye to all the listeners out there i will chat with you next week thank you everyone